Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Sponsored by the Professional Black Woman Association. You can visit us at www.thepbwa.com. That's our new website, www.thepbwa.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, and just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is Monday, April 26, 2010, and I hope that you are is excited about your future as I am. We are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so go and spread the word. Now, you know what we got to say before we go any further. We have to say our motto that we coined this year starting in January. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. So come on and join in with me and say it together. Let's go. Don't be ashamed. You know, if you're at work, you got to whisper it, but you can use the mannerisms. I want you to say it, shout it with me. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. That's right. Now, we got a special announcement. I want you to know that there are only five days left, only five days left before the charter membership for the Professional Black Woman Association expires. This is a phenomenal opportunity. Understand, this is a way that you can be on on the front end of something instead of bringing up the tail end or the rear. Five days left. We are your online and support resource center, equipping you with the winning tools of success. So let us help save you time. Let us help save you money and help prevent those time and money wasters today. Visit www.thepbwa.com, and we're going to share more about this awesome association that's designed for you to win in business. We'll share it later in the broadcast today. Now, Boom! Did you hear that explosion? Did you hear it? Did it startle you? That was the sound of you being reunited with the God-given power within, the connection that is the purpose to direct and guide us through our unique journey of life. That's right. We are powerful beings, and as our guest says, we are the light of God that always prevails. The dynamic Sean Stevenson has tapped into not the third, not the fourth, not the fifth, but the sixth dimension and is ready to share it with us today. This is a very, very important announcement. I need for you, for everybody at the sound of my voice right now, I want you to go. These lines are filling up, but they can be full today. You have to go and call. You got to email. You got to text your friends. I'm telling you, let them know, dial three. 347-838-9278. Right now, that's 347-838-9278. Or tune in to the web, www.wealthysisters, S-I-S-T-A-S, www.wealthysisters.com right away. Because the information that you're going to hear today is going to be explosive. It is going to ignite the spark within so that you and all of us can live that life that we're destined to live. We want you to also remember to bookmark us as your favorite so that you can be reminded next week to dial in 347-838-9278 or visit us at WealthySisters.com. And if you've got to go and got to run in and back and forth you're at work, like I said, you can tune back and listen to the awesome shows that we have here on the web as well. And you can also follow us on the Deborah Hartnett on Facebook and Twitter. 
Now, Sean Stevenson is a powerful woman. She is an author. She's an inspirational speaker and a spiritual life coach. And when I tell you she moves within the spirit, we just had a brief conversation. The conversation was not brief, but it was supposed to have, as I thought, been brief. But when I tell you she ignited something within me, I was like, you have got to come on the show and share this. She's originally from Guyana, South America. She uses her life journey as a testimony to inspire the lives of others. Her empowering workshops comes directly from her challenging experiences and covers an array of topics such as a journey to self-awareness and wellness from victim to survivor. Through her organization, The Circle of Ten, she brings together groups and individuals with an open mind and a desire to help with the healing of our world through love, through, through, through love of self family, and community. The group shares triumphs, encouragements, and inspiration, and also supports disadvantaged women and other populations in need. The circle is expanding as we speak right here, and her goal is having groups in over 30 cities by 2010, December 2010. So without any further delay, after we take this short break, we're going to come back and we're going to tune in to be reunited with that power within from our transformation expert, special guest today, Ms. Sean Stevenson. Stay tuned. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. We are back live on Wealthy Sisters. This is Deborah Hartnett, your host with the most excited to be on the line today with our awesome transformation expert, Ms. Sean Stevenson, who right now resides in the lovely New Jersey area. It is our pleasure to welcome you to our call today, Ms. Sean Stevenson. Hello, I want everybody to give her a round of applause. Hi, Sean, how are you today? Sean? Could you hear me? Yes, yes. Are you are you on the landline or on your handheld there? I am actually on my cell phone. I do. Okay. Hopefully, you can, uh, that's okay. To you, you can hear me clearly, and your audience can. That's okay. As long as you're not on the speakerphone, we are good. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Thank you so much for having me. Hold a second, please, Deborah. Oh, One okay. Second. Okay. All right. We know she has some powerful information. All right. You're there. Okay. Is this better? Oh yes, that's much better. Okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to follow that phenomenal introduction you just gave, but I am so empowered, and it's it's a joy to be here. And I don't know how many people are on the line, but I tell you, the well, the folks that are here, you are chosen to be here, and you're right place, right time. So thank you for having me, and I do appreciate being on your call, and I'm ready to share whatever you want me to. Oh, well, you know what? I'd like I shared um, just briefly in the introduction there. I mean, your your energy is just, it is so evident, and I'm sure people can hear that as they hear the confidence in your voice uh, as you are speaking. And I said, we, you know, I just gave you a little phone call, and you were doing a little return call, and just the information that you shared with me and how you were led and answered and was obedient to what you were uh, led to share was just life-changing. And I am not one to want to hold this type of information. I'm not one to want to be selfish. And I just felt that everybody needed to know more about the power that you shared with me um, on a couple of days ago. So we, we just thank you. And just tell us a little bit about your background. You know, here at Wealthy Sisters, we like to get the details on what created Sean Stevenson today? 
<laughs> That's a loaded question, but I'll try to be brief. <laughs> what created me is first and foremost the God within all of us, and I was created by God, as all of us know, in the image and likeness coming through my parents. So that's as far back as I'm going to go. (laughs) But I am truly, uh, you know, we're all powerhouses. And I come from a country that's, you know, really, I would say, a place where, you know, value and and what I learned growing up is really to believe in yourself, really to follow what your heart says. And my dream as a child, going back way back when, I think I was just about six or seven years old, was always coming to America. Now, why that is, don't ask me, but I kind of had born and desire as a child. And going back that far, I had one family member here, an aunt who left when I was nine months old, and she came to America. And I started writing her at the age of four or five. And I would always say, could you please send for me? I want to be there. Could you adopt me? Could I, you know? And she would never answer those questions, and I didn't know why until about 23 years later why she couldn't answer those questions. So my dream began as a child. And I tell you what, I don't care what is it you're going through, I don't care what you believe or not believe, but if you stick to your guns and you persevere, anything is possible. So that dream brought me to this country about going on, I would say, over 16 years now. I came in 93, and it's been a phenomenal journey. So that's a little bit of my background. Coming from South America, if you heard of Jim Jones, then you know what that country is. Mhm, 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 mhm. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I can imagine coming from that, and and a lot of times there could only be one incident that puts a a particular city or a particular country on the map. Um, how did you actually get into the whole uh, realm of of tapping into the power that God has given us and and becoming a trans transformation expert? Well, uh, if I can, again, I'll try to, I know we have a little bit of time here, but I'm not going to try to go into a lot of depth, but I'll do this. What happened is really my life experience. My life began actually coming here. I started from the bottom. I don't know, people can call bottom a couple of different things, but if you give you a backdrop, I was actually um, back in my country after college, et cetera. I actually worked as a loans representative for a bank. And that, that seemingly is one of the highest positions you can actually get or go back where I come from. So fast forward to coming here and landing among skyscrapers and, you know, bridges you've never seen and, and people you've never met in this country is fast and so huge. And I'm almost trembling in my boots, but underneath that, I was so, so overjoyed. And I realized what an opportunity this is. And I look at the vastness of America and realize that I can do anything because here is where my dream was realized. Mm-hmm. But what I kind of held on to was something beyond what I was being told. I was told the future pays a goal, and that wasn't true. And, uh, you know, all the <laughs> other stuff <laughs> that you can expect in America. Reality hit. But I had a, an undying faith and belief that there's something bigger than myself that got me here. And there's something bigger that's going to take me through this. Mm -hmm. So I was really determined to find out what that something was. It didn't just, you know, come alive right away, but through my life experiences, through all the things I've gone through, I look back several years ago, and my transformation began. I'll give you the exact date. It really kind of turned on in a big way, September 11, 2006. I was alone in the hotel room in Las Vegas. And, um, you know, stuff just began to happen. I had gotten the big job. I, you know, moved away from working as a nanny and, and a waitress and all that stuff and worked for a large insurance agent, you know, insurance company. And I'd gotten to that picket fence kind of life, but I was empty. And I felt miserable. I'm like, well, what is this dream all about? What is that supposed to mean? And I had to go deeper for that search. And that search took me on a 40-day fast, which I decided to embark on to find out what is it deeper than just the surface stuff. All the material things we think bring us happiness and, okay, we've achieved the million dollars or the billion dollars or whatever, but is that truly what it's all about? And Mm -hmm. I went beyond for that search. And when I came out of that, I want to share with your listeners, it was the most amazing experience I've had. And from that day, I began on this journey of really tapping into who I am, not believing what's around me, 
and every single circumstance has turned out the way I envisioned and not what someone else says. Now, that's that's very interesting. You you said you were away on your own. Was it something that kind of um, served as a catalyst? And what you know, what gave you the the idea? Because I know everybody is different. Um, for what what was it that made you do the forty day fast? And what type of fast was it? Well, it started as a twenty one day fast. I saw this on evangelist on TV talking about you know fasting and what it does and how you could tap into your power and connect closer to God. And mm-hmm. I was going to start up on a Daniel. Daniel fast is really just uh, nothing sweet, no leaven bread, nothing, you know, just fruits and vegetables and water for 21 days. But my 21 days turned into 40 because I felt the need, or should I say not even the need, but such a connection to go on that I it was something deeper inside me. I didn't choose this. It wasn't something I started out that would happen. It just mm-hmm. turned into 40 days after my first few days of experience, which actually spawned the book. Uh, you know, I'm an author, and from that, I never even thought I would write or share my story, but through that, I was given in my inner sense, my inner spirit, the name of a book, and I'm like, what is this all about? What book? What am I writing? What is mm-hmm. that supposed to mean? <laughs> mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's like one of the things that came through me actually going through that journey of, of really cleansing myself and going into meditation and going into prayer and asking in a very open way, you know, show me what your will is for my life. And that's me deciding, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask God to bless it. I really wanted to move, be that vessel that, you know, I can be open and ready without ego, without pretense, without anything but what truth is. Wow. Wow, without ego and without pretense. That's that's powerful. What what does the ego really do when when we are searching and needing to tap into that inner inner power? I mean, how how does it block? Or does it block at all? It does. Um, because we are so accustomed to, you know, what we're told our culture defines us, our, you know, our relationship defines us, our, 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 our teaching or our learningness, you know, where we went to in college defines us. So those things are things that are, you know, put at us. When we, when we first come on the planet, we come as pure beings, really to fulfill a divine plan, which is really to expand life. We're not, you know, People would say, well, I'm a human being. Yes, you're a human being, but you're really spiritual having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And when we tap into the bigger side of us, we allow, ego really allows us to hold a hot cup or know where, you know, the bathroom is or know where to get to some place. That's positive ego. The negative thing is our minds. Our minds just play all these tricks on us. And because we want to stay with what's comfortable, or we want to really hang into, you know, to what's norm, that keeps us really away from our truest abilities. And that's the simplest way I can explain what ego is. It's really the conscious mind not linking up with your subconscious mind and making it one. And I don't want to get into too, too deep of a, of a talk here on conscious or subconscious mind, but if we allow our, you know, conscious mind to really tap into our subconscious, and we let go so that whatever it needs to be allowed. You know, all of us know the scripture that talk about ask and it is given. When we ask for something, it's already given. But you know what we do? We go back and we procrastinate and we, we think about it and we, and we call our friends up and we go over and over stuff and we really strategize and we've already asked and give it up and then we take it back and we have a field day and we wonder why we fail. Mm. Mm. Because I guess, like you're saying, is that that ego or that we're worried about, we, you know, it, it's turned into being self-conscious, um, peer pressure, needing to fit in, not wanting to look too crazy or sound too crazy. Because we even know that, you know, everyone can't really have this conver- this type of conversation that we're having today, you know, and saying that. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. And I know we all can have the conversation. I think we just need to change our perspective of what it is. I'll give you a simple example. Mm-hmm. We always were taught to think of the worst outcome of a thing. Like, what is the worst that can happen? And we prepared even our, you know, who study marketing or study strategy or, you know, you're a business owner, lots of business owners on this line. Are we taught to think of the worst case scenario? Well, what's the worst that can happen? What do we have to prepare for? Mm-hmm. And if we are able to shift that perspective to, okay, fine, what if I move and I shift to what's the best that can happen? What's the most amazing thing that can come of this? Would that be such a, you know, a shift to make, to decide to create exactly what you want instead of going to like, well, this is going to be how it is and I can't get through because of this and because of that. Why do the causes other than say, you know what, this is what I intend to happen. This is how I see this and think of the best case scenario as opposed to the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's amazing that you also talked about, you know, shifting that mindset, changing it, because everything we understand starts, like what you're saying, it starts with the thought. You mentioned that, how our mind plays tricks on us. And I guess I, I'd use an example. Maybe maybe we could take uh, just a, a subject here. Um, on the Facebook posting there, and, and I probably normally would have deleted this comment, but I wanted it to be there just so it could help someone. Um, um, there is a young lady, her name is Mia Extra, and I hope she's tuning in because I dared her to tune into the call to the radio show today. But I've I, I been where she is at, at this very moment. She says, today I feel like a hopeless child, don't have the power to change a damn, excuse the French, a damn thing, excuse my French, she says, but it is what it is. What do you say to a person that's feeling like that? And how can we reconnect and understand that we we don't have to stay in a space like that and that we do have the power to, to climb out of that, that we can change the things? I'm glad you say that because I saw that as well. I was, on, I was online earlier and I saw mm-hmm. that. I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that up because... My heart went out to that young lady, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I wish I had a moment to speak with her, but I hope she's listening in. Mm-hmm. I hear this. I went to the most, I've been to bottoms, bottoms that, you know, the bottom drop out, and you're in that hole, and nobody mm-hmm. can tell you what to do, and nobody can share with you how to, and people can give you their, their side of their experiences or whatever. But what I can say to her, when the going gets to the place where you have no more answers and you're done for the count, you're thinking, well, okay, this is it, I'm out, because I have been there. All you have really is yourself. Does she ever get silent? If you're listening to me, have you ever gotten to the place where, okay, you've done all you can, and now you have to let go and say, okay, God, here I am. I am your child. And you almost take a stand where you open up your arms to the heavens and you spread your feet like maybe a, you know, an inch apart or a foot apart and almost making an X with your, with your body. And you say, you know what, I am willing. Those two, three words, I am willing. It's phenomenal when we realize we've done all we can and all we can do is stop. And mm-hmm. maybe what this young lady is at a point whereby she has stopped because everything is just coming down and it seems like pressure and resistance to see when we resist more of what's happening, guess what we get? We get more of that. Mm-hmm. When we give the energy to what we're feeling, we get more of that. So if you continue to, to, to kind of try to figure and, and try to, you know, okay, I'm going to figure out how to do this, or, or, or just let, she needs to just stop, lay back, and let go. Let go and surrendering, as we talked about, Deborah, is not giving up on yourself. But it's allowing your higher self to take over. You see, we get caught up with the how to do something and how do I get this through and how do I figure this out. You know what? The how to is housing us in that box. We mm, almost say that again. Our, ourselves and housing our abilities and stopping our imagination. We're always in fight and flight mode. So the only thing you can do when you get there is let go and realize that your strength comes from a deeper place. And you are going to begin to connect when you let go. So right now, really, what's happening is she's coming to a place of opportunity, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. amazing opportunity to let her learn. She's come to this place because she's ready. 
We're all giving what we're given because we create our lives. We create our worlds. We create it all, and we can all create it. But somehow, sometimes we need somebody to walk us through that and, and bring us face-to-face with where we are because we are not able to see that. Again, ego clouds that. Mm-hmm. And if we uh, allow, you know, norm and what we are accustomed to to allow us to go down the same track, we would be in that almost like that treadmill with that rut, you know, keep mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over and expecting the same, re- you know, a different result when that's all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of, okay, am I willing to let go, literally let go and call upon my deeper inner self, call upon that highest power that created me, that I have that DNA. I am no different. None of us are different than each other. We were all given the same thing. Nobody has more. The billionaire and the, and the, and the poor man in the street don't have anything different. All that happened was someone chose to do differently. But we all were given the same opportunity. We all came in here with the same thing. So what, what about the person that says, you know, well, I grew up here, I grew up there, and you, you grew up, you know, Donald Trump was your uncle or Donald Trump is your father. Uh, what, what about those advantages and, and disadvantages, so to speak? It, are, are they disadvantages to someone who grows up uh, without that type of support? Right. The same thing is it's about it, it all comes down to what we perceive ourselves to be. If we perceive ourselves to being born with the gold spoon and, okay, everybody give us something, that's what that is. But when it comes down to the very core and, and basic being of who we are, when it comes, you see, we look at material to define us mm-hmm. and look at the outward things that we acquire to define us, and that's not the definition of us. We refuse to tap into our spirits, which defines all of us more than what we have acquired and more than what we would have gained. And when we begin to build our inner self, it's an inward work. It's not an outward work. It's an inward power. And when we tap into what's inner and what's in the same of every one of us on that inner strength, then we can begin to unfold and see a life expand into whatever you desire. You see, Mm -hmm. for me, I didn't come from where, okay, the Donald Trumps and having the gold spoon, but my belief was so strong, I wasn't supposed to make it. I wasn't supposed to be here. I wasn't supposed to excel. And that was actually told to me by my family and closest friends and everybody who thought, okay, you're not so-. so if you're being told you're not supposed to, that's ingrained in your mind and that's what you go through life unless you decide to wake up. We're all waking up all across this world. People are waking up to their power. And mm-hmm. really, it's about speaking that but setting aside where you are deciding to move forth and you are actually going forth on what we were all given. And that's something that really, I don't think people really get what our hearts really is and, and what it, how big our heart is and, and how amazing the heart is. We think with our heads a lot, but we have to link our minds with the heart. And when we begin to move from heart place, that heart place would define exactly what you are to be and you get closer to being when you move from that hard place and stop letting the outward things define us. Well, can, 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 this is, I mean, oh, this is awesome. Give us some example of some of those outward things that, you know, so that we can know, because sometimes we are, we are unconscious of things that we, we don't even really know that we might be doing these things. What are some, some ways that we use the outward things to define us? And what are the inner things that we need to use to define us? Well, simply put, the outer things is like, you know, go to school, get a good job, you know, get, make some money, you know, make the best money, make the six figures, make, you know. And that's like, you know, the biggest thing blocking us all is we define ourselves by how much money we have in the bank. Mm-hmm. And because if, if we, that's our society, that's what society says. Nothing is wrong with that, but it's how we perceive that to be. If we define ourselves by the things that, that come in our lives, and if you ask any person, ask anyone, you know, how are you, you know, how are you feeling about what you have attained, have achieved or attained? And mm-hmm. if they can, you know, give an answer that's really a heartfelt answer, you know what, I'm so grateful. To, if you look at the people that have achieved and those are, that are in line with their inner self, don't they give away, you know, give back? 
mm-hmm. in big, big ways. We can, we can pick people that do that off the top of our heads, like the Bill Gates of the world, the Warren Buffett, so whoever. And if you ask them for the core of, of what this is all about, they realize the greatest good or the best that they can do, the reason they have achieved what they've achieved and set out to is because they want to be a giver. They want to be able to support what's happening around the world or support folks who are, you know, less than us. But I think what's even deeper than that is us realizing that money really does not define us. What defines us is really how we become and who we become. It's really what we're becoming and not what we're acquiring. Because the highest good that we'll be able to do is really live in that place of spirit. And when we get there, everything we think was really wanted to go drops away because you're, you're wealthier when you're, when you're connecting with your highest good. I mean, there's no, don't you think good giving isn't something that bursts in you to make someone smile? Even if it's not money, but you're giving them a smile, you're giving them encouragement, or you're giving them, you know, a gift that's other than money. But the thing is, if we attract ourselves or realize that if we get into that mode whereby we can then realize, you know what, I'm here for a higher purpose, and I'm going out there to, to make the world better in a way whereby I'm stepping out there to, you know, help the kids in the street or I'm helping a woman across the road or whatever, you know what happens when we move our energies to that place of open givenness and open heart? The money flows because it's all energy. Whatever you're doing in your business is going to begin to flow in that way whereby you don't have to worry where it comes from. It begins to show up because your ultimate reason for doing what you're doing is not to make a dollar, but it's about how am I serving. Ultimate marketing is service. How are you serving and what space are you coming from for that service? And when you do that, you realize that people really attract you because you're coming from a pure, authentic place. And look, it's going to seem as though the other side is working, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm successful, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But I tell you, it doesn't last. It's not sustainable when it comes from that place of emptiness or comes to that place of, okay, I'm going to achieve this now or I'm going to do this for this reason. and not doing it for your authentic self and moving from a place of heart. It becomes more – that's why if you look around at the crash of our system, the crashes of our markets and what's happening with all the layoffs, and we can go on and on in this story, but I think what has happened is giving us a wake-up call for what's important. Mm. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that. Uh, I know Wallace D. Waddles, who, as a matter of fact, with the Professional Black Woman Association, we have our success book club where we take and we read books uh, that are personal and development books, practical application, and, and, and that supports our uh, success. And uh, the book, the first book that we are going to start next month in May is uh, the, the Science. The Science. I love this title. The Science of Getting Rich. The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And uh, what he says in that book is exactly what you said. You know, he talked about one of the things we should not do is be competitive. It should be something that we're doing within, something that inspires us. Our goals and, and aspirations has to be an internal thing because when it is gotten or when it is achieved or acquired on that, just what you said, and I can attest to that, it is false. It won't last. It's fleeting. It it is is it, not um, built on a solid foundation. This this is awesome. This is great. I'm loving this. I hope you all are taking notes as I am. We are live here on Wealthy Sisters with our special guest, Ms. Sean Stevenson. Dial three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. We're going to come back. Want to know more and learn more about your book, Faith versus Fate, and and also how you, you know you can give give us some more tips and strategies in tapping into the inner source. So this again is uh, Deborah Hartnett with Wealthy Sisters, and we will be right back with Ms. Sean Stevenson, the transformation expert. Again, dial 347-838-9278. Deborah Hartnett International. Helping you design your future. We are business development consultants, your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from 
establishing your corporation, to developing and executing your branding strategy, to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.debrahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. We are back live on Wealthy Sisters with our special guest today, the transformation expert, Ms. Sean Stevenson. She's also an author and a uh, speaker as well, and we're excited to have her on our show today. Uh, Sean, we know that you have written the awesome book, Faith and Faith. I know it is available online. We have it there on our website at www.wealthysisters.com. They can also get it from your website as well. Uh, tell us about about this book and the title, Faith versus Fate. Oh, man, I tell you, we can go on and on and have an all-day conversation on that. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said earlier, the inspiration came when I got those two words dropped into my consciousness as I went through my, you know, my search and that spiritual journey doing the fast. And mm-hmm. I was never intending to tell my story because it's been – a road of challenges and, and despair and pain and all the other stuff, you know, we've all, I think, gone through in some shape or form. But what dropped into my spirit that morning as I knelt in prayer and I'm like, write my book. It was it was such a resounding inside, like, voice that said, you're going to tell your story. And I'm like, what story? I'm not telling any story. <laughs> so I was like, really, I got up out of prayer and, through that day, I just I would just kind of push the talk away. Like, no, I don't think so. Well, however, that was not the end of it. <laughs> it turned out that I began to have these, you know, reflections. I went to bed and had these visions and of my life keep popping up. And, of course, I shoved a lot of things. You know, we all shove things under the rug because we don't want to deal with it. And it's safe, you know, for us not to deal with it. Uh-huh. But I, to really realize that, you know, something was really bubbling in me and all the things that I've gone through, I needed to get out of me. And I began to just, just began to write, you know, just a few little chapters of stuff and do an outline. And long story short, I went online and I said, okay, if you want me to write this book, fine. I'm going to, and I'm talking to divine, I'm talking to source, I'm talking to God, whatever we call it. I'm saying, okay, if you want to write this book, then okay, I'm going to do this. But if I go online and I find the name out there, then maybe my, I'm speaking to myself. So I went online and did a fake, <laughs> <laughs> And nothing came up. I'm like, well, everybody talks about faith all the time, so why isn't there a book on this? Mm. And I was, like, shocked. So I would keep searching. I Googled, like, left, right, and center, thinking I'm making a mistake on what I'm typing in. However, there wasn't anything out there. When I got started on my book, I'm going to share this with your audience. I haven't shared this with much people. The right person showed up from my life 19 years ago. I met this person who was a playwright 19 years ago. He became my biographer, and I got the first book done. Where I did the writing. and didn't even know that my writing abilities was, you know, the way it was. I mean, we have all these gifts that we shut off because of circumstances and stuff, and we have all these dreams that we shut off. So mm-hmm. the book began a life of its own, and I actually, in five weeks on my laptop, the book was done. And I was told it's going to take me two years to get the book done. Now, whoever's wow. listening, don't tell anybody this, okay? This is just between us. <laughs> for the whole world, but because I don't want people to think a book can be done in five weeks because they'll be, you know, they'll come at my door knocking my doors down. So please, guys and gentlemen on the line, don't go sharing this. But in five weeks, I was just on my computer. The book was done. The manuscript was tight, and we had the first book. Now, my biographer took what I wrote and turned it into almost like a conversation. So my first book looks like almost a playwright can be moved into a movie. So what I did on the second edition I wanted that biography feel, and I was, like, really being pulled to redo the work. So what you see online is my version, the true version. I'm not the first one isn't, but I restructured the book, and now we have Faith versus Faith Second Edition. And that came 
just about a year, you know, that was done last year in 2009. Of course, released him this year, and my new publisher and all that stuff is an amazing journey, an amazing story. I haven't met my publisher yet. Online, I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's an amazing place virtually to, to find connections. Reconnected online, this one became an amazing conduit for what happened with this book. Find a, a powerful editor, and, you know, she being a publisher, and, of course, I've been the writer. That collaboration became what is now the piece today, Faith versus Faith, second edition. Wow. So what can we find in that book? I mean, why would I purchase that book? The title alone is very, very intriguing, but what are some of the nuggets that a person will get from reading your book? Well, first of all, they would develop inside of them a no-nonsense, never-give-up attitude. When they read my story, it's going to pull them in so deep and sometimes their own life may reflect or they may know somebody that has gone through some of the, some things. But what would happen, biggest of all, people are going to ignite their inner power and begin to live purpose because one friend told me specifically when she finished reading the book, and I can only give you what people are saying. She said, Sean, I was going through your book, and I couldn't find out why you kept going. She said, half the things you've gone through, less than a third of that, I would be out of the game. You know, so what people would find is a determined spirit, the human spirit is so prevailing and so persevering. We have such strength if we tap into it. So most of all, I think the biggest thing people would find is an attitude of no nonsense, never give up. Once I'm here and I'm breathing, Deborah, Mm -hmm. I'm alive. I'm given a chance to expand life. I'm given a chance to step out. And guess what? Things can happen in a twinkling of an eye. Remember, we can speak and it can become the greatest teacher of all time. Beloved Jesus said, you know, you will do greater things than I have done. And if you only believe it, but belief is just a part of the thing. You've got to become it. So if you become it, and that's what my book is going to share as well, Become the thing you want to see in the world. I think that was Mahatma, uh, Mahatma Gandhi who said that. You mm-hmm. know, if you want to see the world different, become it. If you want to see peace, become it. So what the book is really going to do is allow people to begin to not look on blaming the outward things or saying, well, somebody made me do this or, you know, I can't because of this. Those words are going to become non-existent in your vocabulary because you will know it does not exist. As whatever you say it is, it is. I think that's Henry Ford. Whatever you say it is, it is. So if you say you can't, then of course you're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you going to choose? And my mm-hmm. challenge to folks is what are you going to choose? What do you want to choose? Because we all have that choice. We all were given free will. So that's some of the points in my book that will come out for folks that they can begin to tap into and realize, you know what? I've got everything I need right within me to create the life of my dreams however I want to regardless of time and space. Take time out of the equation. Take, oh, when I'm going to get this done, just decide to become the thing. Mm. And just take the time out of the space. Just allow it to happen in its own time, in the right timing. Absolutely. Mm. If I can share one thing, and I'm going to send this to you so you can send it to your audience. A friend shared this with me. It's called Pledge to Humanity. And I want everyone to take this to being. If you can write it, write it down, but I'm going to send it to Deborah so she can send it out. It says, I am human being made in the image of greatness, designed to discover that greatness in all living things. I pledge to honor myself, my life, my family, my nation, and my world. And then you're going to put your name in here. I, Sean, will succeed for it is my destiny. I will do great things. I am a human being. And what that means is you are being before anything else. Mm. Mm. That's, that's what, you, what you were referring to about the connection and the spirit that, that we, like you said, we are created and, we, and many of us know the, the word from biblical points of view as well that says that, you know, we are the spirit and, and, and we are, like you mentioned, greater the things that we can do. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in, in the world. And 
that that that's not just a saying. It's not just something just a quote. It's 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 really real. When you, when we talk about energy source and spirit, I guess those words can can I'm learning can be used interchangeably. What what is that that whole thing with energy and and you and you mentioned earlier um, in the call about stop fighting. You know, um, stop, stop trying to figure and 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 stop trying to resist. We we heard that from the secret. Um, they talked about that with energy. Um, you know, you don't want to be a part of an organization that's fighting against fighting against breast breast cancer or fighting because that's what you're going to be doing. Talk a little bit more about that energy and the spirit and 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 what what that really is. Well, the whole thing is energy is what we're made up of, and I'm going to go a little, a little deep here for your audience. Hopefully, they they catch me. And I, I need to do a disclaimer. So I'm going to do a disclaimer now. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're created by that 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 force. Now, energy really could we see it, and how I can actually I, Einstein talk about it, and I think when you talk about atoms and neurons and all the I don't know if there's any scientists on the line. But you get down to the, the smallest particle of a cell, and when you go into that, they say when you look through that that smallest particle, you really can't see. It becomes like nothing. It is like there's nothing to see, because if all of us are on this phone right now, this is a practical way I can give it to you. As as my teacher, one of my teachers gave it to me. If we all in this room decide to vibrate at the level where all is love and everything is all vibrating at that highest place of our being, of spirit, where we came from and what we are, guess what we'll have? If you think we'll have an explosion or a boom, like you just, when you came on the call, you did that boom song to get us all, you know, here with you. Guess mm-hmm. what? It'll all become nothing because mm-hmm. you really can't see that thing that we are in that physical eye. You see, we are beyond our five senses, and this may be the simplest way I can put it, we are more than our five senses. Mm. And if that resonates a little bit with people, then we're going to get deeper into the energies that we are. And when we, like a friend of mine said, a friend of her passed away, and she was always afraid of death. But someone experienced that death of that friend, and she attended the, you know, the, the funeral. And the person was saying, well, when this person passed away, something left the room. And she was like, well, if something left the room, then I don't want to be that in that box. Like, you know, they're going to nail me up and and she's referring to her friend. But, however, she was now interested. If something left the room, it it means that I'm still alive. Mm -hmm. Something left meaning I'm still still infinite. You see, the Mm -hmm. body is just the the thing we are passing through to have the experience. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. The energy becomes our, the spirit is what envelopes, because the spirit leaves and the body is nothing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw that personally with my mother. I had to identify her, and I, I knew, I knew instantly. This was, uh, a matter of fact, we uh, just here a few days ago, It um, this was in 94. She passed away on April 21st. And her birthday uh, was yesterday. She would have been uh, 51 on her birthday on the 25th and uh, uh, when she passed in 94. And when I saw her and, and the experience I had personally, I mean, I felt, I felt a drawing on my womb all day that day. I, it was something I just couldn't explain and other things I, I won't take, go through the details on the call. But, you know, I felt that, that drawing, that drawing, that drawing. And when I got there to see and to have to identify her body because she was in another um, city, had gone away on a, a trip and uh, really, really to take care of her sister's burial. And here she passed within two weeks. And when I saw the shell, I, I knew instantly then that that the scripture and 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 all of the teaching it came it came to fruition for me. It was clear because that was not my mother. Her spirit, wow. her energy was gone. That was not her. I saw. I said, "Yeah, that's." I, I had to ca- catch myself. Well, that's the body that I I know, but mm-hmm. it was. It was something that I saw different in the body, in the face, and everything, and I knew that her 
you know, I knew exactly, but I I couldn't quite articulate it. But I right. knew at that moment, you know, those many years ago, that that there is something different, and 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 so here now, connecting those dots about spirit and 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 or we can say energy or what have you, you know, that that we really these are just just a shell. That's just it. Yeah, yeah and it's, it is. That's just it. Yes. Mm. When you talk about that gut feeling, I want to share mm-hmm. this because it's the reason why you said that. Mm-hmm. Do you ever speak with anyone and they, they say to you, well, my gut led me wrong? Mm-mm. Has anyone ever said their gut led no. them wrong? I've never heard that. I've heard something told me. I knew I should have, and I've said that myself. <laughs> right, exactly. So when you have that gut, that's her, that's that's our soul. That's right there in that solar plexus area on our heart. That that is mm-hmm. where we connect. And when when we're doing stuff from heart, we mm-hmm. can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. So more and more folks are following their passion, following their hearts, and following what makes them happy and at peace and, and joy. You see, if we live from that place, when we begin to live, not if, because we all would, when we begin to live from that place, we will forever never work another day in our lives because that's who we are. Mm. Say that again. Say that again. When we live in that place, we don't have to work another day in our life? No, because you're living who you are. You're living authentically. Everything is heart. Whatever that business may be, whatever that, that hobby or that dream, whatever that passion, your desire, whatever that is, you are every day waking up to a place where you feel bliss, you feel joy, you feel, you know what, I am doing what I wanted to do all my life, and that's a hard feeling. When you begin to live there, you're not going because or because. You're not exchanging time for dollars. You're not because, but I have to do this because of such and such. It's not a because of anything. It becomes ultimate cause. The cause mm. of what I do is within me what I feel. It becomes the feeling of a thing. And when we begin to feel it at that heart level, Deborah, we would never work another day. Mm. Mm. We have to get more into that. The cause, we only have a few moments left in the show, a few minutes, about uh, eight minutes here. But that you said not the not the because, but the cause. Not the because yeah. I've got to do this. When we come back, we're going to take another quick break. We've got to pay some bills here. When we come back, I want you to please share, just because just we've we got to get that practical knowledge, share with our listeners maybe the top three things that they can do because a lot of us are doing things that we don't want to do because we've got to do it, because we've got the kids, because we have responsibility. What can we do to get to that cause? Uh, in living as opposed. So we are here. If you have any questions, we will take some uh, questions, 347-838-9278. The dynamic transformation expert, Ms. Sean Stevenson, will be right back after this short break. Do you feel like there's never enough time in the day? You have a laundry list of 20 things to do and you still haven't done, oh yeah, the laundry. Are you at a crossroads in your life? And just not certain what's your next step? Are you just overwhelmed and feel like you have lost, well, you? We are here to help. Compass Coaching is a personal development company for women. We help you find your path and bring balance to your life. Visit us today at www.mypathmylife.com. We have life coaching plans as low as $19 a month. And take our free assessment. That's www.mypathmylife.com. Every woman deserves a coach. Well, we are here live back on Wealthy Sisters with our special guest today, Sean Stevenson. Uh, if you have any questions, please dial 347-838-9278 and press 1 so that we know that you'd like to ask our special guest today a question. So press 1 on the phone. But before we get to that, I just want to remind everyone that we only have five days left to uh, for the charter membership. It will expire in five days for the Professional Black Woman Association. The association is your online resource and support center that is equipping you with the winning tools of success. I mean, some of our features are the Professional Black Woman Online University that have on-demand classes, topics from accounting, basic accounting, social media, how to build business credit, how to take your business global, and just 
so many more, so much more that we have available there for you as well. We even have a library that has resources and tools, um, personal and professional development media, our author circle, our success book club, even a speaker's bureau as well. So go to the website today, www.thepbwa.com, and get registered. The charter membership features, you get two, two registrations if you sign on as our platinum member. There's two registrations now for the Winter Summit. That's over $350 in value. One night stay at the Hyatt, that's over $210 in value. Uh, the One ticket to the Millionaire's Luncheon, that's $100 there alone. Plus you get this conference super super pack from this year's Winter Summit uh, and so much more, whole year membership free and so many other great treats we have available for you all for only $3.99 but you have to act now you've got to act fast, go to www.thepbwa.com get registered get in on the front end not on the tail end now, um, Sean I know that you were actually at the Winter Summit as well and, and that was uh, I mean, it was just so powerful that we had an opportunity to meet from there. And we were just sharing um, before we went to our break about um, the connection of living through our cause and not just living because or existing because I have to do this or because I have to do that. Give us top three, the top three things here with four minutes left in the show, what our listeners can do to move from because to the actual living the cause. Well, first I want to say you have to find courage, you know, which starts with, uh, it ends with discipline, and it's mm-hmm. fueled by your desire. But mm. the thing I can say really, you know, how to find your purpose in life is really not easy answers. But what you can start with is discover your gifts. You know, we're all unique people. You know, mm-hmm. consider what your strengths and weaknesses are and really work this, people think work the weakness, you know. Build on the strength, and that will take you to where you need to go. But you have to sit with yourself. You've got to get with you. The answer is you. I think Michael Beck would talk about the answer being you, not someone outside of you. Mm-hmm. So it begins with you. And the, the number two thing I can say is discover what moves you. You know, what moves you? Find the passion and strive to live a life around what, what makes that move. You know, what is it? Make your list. Do your homework. You know, however, have patience. Don't think it's gonna, you're going to switch off today and switch on tomorrow. We took 30, 40, 50 years to get to where we are. Why do we <laughs> think it's going to just all like, okay, I'm going to just say one meditation tomorrow or one affirmation the next day, and all of a sudden my life should be, you know, the way it is. Right. We need to be patient with ourselves. Stop beating up on ourselves. And I think the biggest thing I can say is let go, let go, let go. We just want to hold on to everything. We want to answer every question. We want to have, you know, have all the things in a row. Like, oh, this is how this happened this way, and that's how that's going to happen the other way. Let go and mm. let God. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Let go and let God, just let go. We don't have to figure it all out. You said, you know, we need to have courage and and uh, discipline as well and just understand just to let go. And I guess what the biggest word that comes out of that for me is, is trust. Yes, yes, absolutely. You hit the nail right on the head. You have to trust you got to trust what's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. It's, be, you know, it's in that place where it's your higher self, and it's bigger than this human body that we, you know, that we house. It's really bigger. we got to get burn the box. A friend of mine, have this, I think she's a, he's a life coach as well, and uh, Ms. Darnell Jarvie always say, you know, yeah, get out of the box. You can talk about that, but she's come up with this whole new concept of, you know, burn the box. Let's just get out of it, burn it. There's no box. Mhm, mhm. Yes, Darnell is phenomenal. She's actually going to be one of our special guests on the show uh, coming up this summer as well. So, trust, 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 trust our instincts, trust our inner self, trust the spirit, trust that there is something greater than us. There is God that 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 He has it. That the source of whomever we 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 want to call it. Trust that they know what they're doing, that he knows what he's doing. Absolutely, absolutely. That's it. Well, Sean, I tell you, this has just been an awesome show today. Uh, I, I'm just so grateful. We have to have you on again uh, sometime in the near future. Please give us your website and contact information. 
Uh, my website is my name, Sean Stevenson, and that's spelled S H A U N. Stevenson is spelled with a P, S T E P H E N S O N dot com. And from there, you can link me at the Circle of Ten, get on and become a member of our virtual space on there. I send out inspiration every day, and I keep people, you know, in that space where they're not beating up on themselves and giving them words of encouragement to pick them up and move them to that new vibration. So that's simply me, SeanStevenson.com. And I tell you this, your vision becomes clear when you look inside your heart. Who looks inside dreams? Who looks inside awakens? Who looks outside dreams? Who looks inside awaken? Let's awaken to who we are. And I so, so appreciate this, Deborah. You are such a phenomenal woman. Thank you so much for having me on. And all the other, you know, listeners on, on your call and wealthy sisters, I say, you know, thank you guys. And I'm grateful. I'm gracious. I'm so definitely humbled for this and this opportunity. So thank you so much for having me. And thank you. And tune in next week where our special guest will be Alilia Bundles, Madam C.J. Walker's great-great-granddaughter. Thank you to our producer, Jocelyn Harrison. This has been Deborah Hartnett with Wealthy Sisters. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.